Triple M footy lives on listener. Thanks to McDonald's and Ream Hot Water. right in there and having a good sniff around the Monday Scrum. Hello, welcome to our grand final edition of the Monday Scrum. Emma Lawrence, Brent Reid, Aaron Woods and James Graham. Gents, can we believe what unfolded last night at Accor Stadium? I woke up just going over and over in my head what I witnessed and whether it was a dream or whether it's legit. It was a nightmare if you're a Brisbane <laughs> fan, Em, like me. Um, I can believe it because they're such a great footy team, aren't they? And I think we said you can never never count them out. They find a way to win. They've been doing it for three years, now four years, finding a way to win. And it was an amazing win. And when you've got Nathan Cleary, you're always a chance, obviously. Tough. Tough to uh, swallow, though. Be and I didn't play. Mate, it'd be very tough. Was, that was a remarkable performance. Like, yeah. the way they started the game, you thought that, you know, they were going to put Brisbane away early. Just the, it was one of the best starts you could ask for. Um, the amount of possession, I think it was eighty twenty. You know, in field position where they had it. Um, then to to Brisbane's credit, the resilience that they showed to get back at eight six at half time. Like you would have thought. I, I, I know I was watching the game. I was like, wow, like this is a a little bit of a win for Brisbane, only to be down by two points with the amount, you know, field position and possession that the, the Panthers had, and then. Mate, with that twenty minutes to go, I honestly look at Penrith's body language. You thought they're gone. Out lose Luai, um, Tango comes off as well, and then mate Nathan Cleary just steps up, and and he's had a lot of question marks over him. Um, a lot of people knocking him that he can't do it in big games. Well, I think those people need to shut up now, and they need to respect him because that was unbelievable. You know, that was single handedly on the back of Nathan Cleary. He dominated that game. The they sets up tries. The the forty twenty on play three in his own, you know, in his own end was unbelievable. Mm. And then to to set up the, the game winning try, you know, he deserved that Clive Churchill. Yeah, I am I'm just trying to put myself in the Brisbane Broncos players' heads this morning. And and uh, waking up in that panic of going, did that just happen yeah. or, or are we yet to play? Because it would feel like a dream. Yeah. Um it was party time at twenty four eight. Ezra Mam, what what an eleven minutes he had, and yeah. the, is it Chelsea Dagger that they play at the Brisbane Broncos? That the, the song that they get the arms pumping. That's it. Chelsea Dagger. Chelsea Dagger. Yeah, it's very catchy. It is very catchy. They were in party time. I think everybody in every fan in that stadium thought, okay, now it's how many. Certainly in the commentary box, it felt like it was over. So many things were going against Penrith. Um, the stars weren't aligning, and even any hope of a comeback seemed to be deteriorating and, and dwindling away. With Isaiah Yo coming off, uh, Luai's shoulder, you know, it just didn't look like it was going to happen. But that's sport, and that's why we love it. It for me, it's it's up there with um, some of the great in, greatest sporting comebacks um, of, of, in all sports. Um, I, I think back, you know, my limited view on sports. I think back to Tyson Fury on the on the canvas against Deontay Wilder. He gets up literally off the canvas, standing eight count, comes back. Um, Liverpool Champions League final, Istanbul three nil down against AC Milan. They come back and win. Uh, Manchester United ninety nine against Barcelona. They come back. Th- th- this was like I say, it's one of the greatest sporting comebacks and. I think 
yeah, we're go- we're gonna we're gonna sing the praises of Penrith Panthers and Nathan Cleary, especially that sort of twenty three minute period that he had where he single handedly um, took the Pen- Penrith Panthers team on his back because he was, I think he was probably one of maybe only about four or five people in that stadium that believed mm. that they could still win. So, and the evidence for that is when Cleary makes that line break and passes the ball back on the inside to, to Moses Liotta, he goes under the sticks. What do you notice that was different about that try? For every other Penrith try that's been scored over the past four years, there was no one there. No yeah. one came to come and say, well, the Moses, yeah. usually they fly on top of each other. The big celebrations. Now, I know they were behind at this point, but no one even goes to him. I think even the Penrith players thought at that moment in time that this was a consolation. It, yeah. it, they weren't even daring to dream. There was Did still you watch Cleary? Cleary sprints to pick the ball up and do yeah. kick as quick as possible. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. But, but no, no other Penrith players went to him. You don't see that normally. There's only one. Yeah. Moses yeah. just sort of scored and sort of jogged back. and I, I don't even know if they believed then, but Cleary was still believing. So, aside from Cleary's heroics, are the Broncos at the <clears throat> the Broncos at this stage were they complacent in their heads? Had they already won? Yeah. And and especially given, I, I mean, so young and and skillful, which is great, but the inexperience in those big games for a really young squad, they kind of just sort of mentally already had one hand on the trophy. I think what they thought maybe is that. We've done the comeback. We've done the hard work now. And they went back into second gear and they just sort of, uh, you know, watching the scoreboard, watching probably the clock, just hoping it'll tick over quicker. Um, and that was the period of time when, like Jimmy said, Nathan just grabbed the game by, you know, by the ball, by the ball. So, you know, like he just, mate. And you got to give him credit as well because, you know, he missed a couple of tackles. One on Reese Walsh. Yeah. Um, you know, Isaiah Yo got stepped and, and um, clearly couldn't get there in what we call shutting the gate. And not not one moment of the game did his head drop. It was like it woke him up. You know, he knows he had to deliver after that. Um, but back to your point, Em, I think once they got that try, you've seen the whole side celebrate. They all come in and there's still 23 minutes left on the clock. That's a long period of time. Well, do I hate to be critical of footy players? You know that, right? No, you but don't. Brisbane bought Adam Reynolds for that moment. 20 to go. You're up by 16 points. That's when Adam Reynolds has to get you home. Yep. That's what they bought him for. I mean, he is the talisman in that team. He is the conductor of the orchestra. And the last 20, when they needed him to win in the, or uh, hold on to that lead, he wasn't able to do it. And I, thought, and I thought he came up with some plays that were questionable. You know, the two dropouts, the one where uh, Nathan caught the ball over the sideline with his foot down, um, one later on with about five to go, I think Liam Martin took it again on the sideline. It was sort of half pregnant. It wasn't a short drop out. It wasn't long. It was sort of, he was trying to find the sideline, but yeah, you know, I, I don't know why he done just belt it as far as you can back your defense 30 feet. You know, you're then defending 30 or four. I know you say sometimes it's easier defending on your line, 10 meters out, but they were, they were fatigued. They, you know, we saw the way their defense on the line was when Nathan scored. I mean, they were so staggered. I watched that again this morning and Reese Walsh went to sleep. When that, when Nathan beat um, Billy Walters, was the second guy he beat in that. He beat Reynolds and he beat Billy Walters. Jordan Ricky was still on the try line. He yeah. hadn't even moved. They were gone. They were shot. So why don't you just kick the ball along and defend 40 metres out rather than 10 metres out? I thought he came up with some plays. For me, the end of the game, when they needed him to stand up and win him the footy game, 
Nathan did it, not not Adam. Am I being unfair? No. Do you, do you think at all he no. was hampered by the groin when he slipped earlier in the match? No, if he was hampered, he wouldn't have kicked. Um, mm. I, I agree. I know where you come from, Brady. You, you've signed the halfback to control the game. You know, you look at the other halfback on the other side and he did exactly mm. what you're trying to say. And, you know, you probably think if you're up by four, if, even if you're up by two, you go along and you play the field position. But it might be a plan that they had. Um, all, it wasn't just those. It was all four dropouts. Cost them. You know, they the try in the first half, penalty, the second dropout, eight yeah. points there. It's something that they have to look at. Um, was it the right moment of the game? The win was, you know, they probably would have been thinking about the win. I, I probably personally don't think that, you know, a 25, 30-metre dropout to the sideline wasn't the right idea. I'd either go short or long, yeah. in, in my opinion. That's what I'm saying. It was yeah. sort of... It was a it funny was, one. Was I, did, enough, I didn't... It was it, neither one nor the other. Well, well, he was trying to do what he did against the Warriors. Drill it um, like, drill it to the sideline. Yeah. But I think the, the biggest mistake... Um, Adam Reynolds made, and we all make mistakes yeah. in, in big games. And uh, clearly, put his hand up. But I think the most telling one was um, there was a last play option, and Reynolds hasn't got the kick away, and he's just hit short, and he turned the ball over and around about the twenty meter mark. Yep. Which uh, again, like you just you, you've got to put uh, nail that ball into the corner, you know, and box Penrith in, and say do, do your best and. The, if you look at Brisbane's game, like over the eighty minutes, an awful beginning, but below fifty percent completion rate in the first twenty minutes, which you know they survived and hung on in there. Penrith were a little bit clunky in attack, but the Broncos, you pay a price for that later on, and and they they seriously did. And even if you look at some of the the silly errors in the play of the ball, like uh, Cobb Stags not playing the ball correctly. Poor Patrick Carrigan in the second half. And even there was a set there where Brisbane were ahead and I think it might have been 24-8 at this point in time. They were on the try line. They did two shifts and didn't get anywhere. But it was like, they don't usually do that. Yeah. Like they don't, like, and, you know, some of the, some of the talk in the build-up was, okay, well, we want to see Brisbane go and take risks. And w- when you play this style of football, a la Reese Walsh in the prelim, Dallin Matenis Lesniak intercepts. Yeah. Well, there's that element of risk in that style mm. of play. But the Brisbane areas, they didn't come from that style of play. Mm. They came from like sloppiness in the play the ball. Discipline, yeah. Like, you don't they, notice, they, they, They're honestly like, they're going to stew over this for, for weeks and months now and go, what on earth are we doing? We, 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 we've, retirement. Like, we've just... If they don't, we won. Yeah. We, we blew it. Some of these guys may never get another yeah. chance. And, and it's a horrible realisation, and I've been in there myself, where it's like, that I've got to let go of this now. I, and, and the Brisbane players will be exactly the same, because... Yeah, look, they're in they're in a bit of a prime position where we can see them excelling over the next couple of seasons. Yeah. But that was opportunity lost. Like they they had no right to be in the game at half time. They were they blew them off the park. Penrith then decimated, and I think they I think they they they'd won in their heads. They'd won. Yeah, it was I, over. I, I like how you said in it. Like one thing with Reese Walsh in the head. Remember, like you said with the with Tini's Lesniak, he went long mm. and gets intercept. 
There was a couple of opportunities last night where he should have went long, but he kept going short. And and watching the, the commentary from, from Billy Slater, he goes, ooh, I'd love to see Reese Walsh go long. Like it was, it looked like he had a bit of fear from the week before, which he hasn't had all year. Yeah. You know, nine times out of 10, he would go that long pass. And you could see he created that extra number by his sheer pace on getting outside, I think it was the left back row on Sorensen. But he just hit Farmworth short two or three times. Like, oh man, there's an opportunity just on the mm. outside. So were they in their heads or were they, you know, not being complacent, but were they just playing within themselves for that period? I'll tell you what, looking at the stats, I was just looking at the stats now. I hadn't looked at them before. Penrith were basically almost perfect. Look at the completion rate. They completed rate, yeah. 97%. They had one error, error in the entire game. Brisbane had 11. Like Brisbane, how would Brisbane... In a grand final, pressure, the conditions, the, the fatigue. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. Oh, no. It is believable. What, <laughs> I know. Jimmy hates that word. <laughs> but that's what they're like, right? They just... They just keep at you. Yeah. They don't make okay. mistakes. They never beat themselves. No. They'll, they'll, they'll never, ever, ever beat themselves. And yeah. I think... Well, yeah. they missed 58 tackles according to the stats. That's not... Yeah, but missed tackles is a... Like, miss, miss tackles just deceiving is a status, the efforts they make for those tackles. Yeah. yeah. You, you know, one person want to give a rap? Yeah. Adam G. Oh, he was good. The referee was yeah. outstanding. And we didn't... Oh, Jimmy's not happy oh, with okay. the What do you thought, Jimmy? Jimmy? Look, I, I thought um, his lack of involvement was clear and it made the game flow. But that was refereed different than a regular game. Oh, 100% of ref- yeah. I reckon it was refereed the way it should be refereed. Yeah. All right. Well, you know, all the talk in the week about the Penrith tactics of nothing you know, slowing down, n- yeah. nothing happened. Yeah. So, yeah. look, I-, I guess as a game, this is a bit of an extended conversation about what, what we want our product to look like. And, and I probably agree that that's, that's better. But then we can't be complaining about referees missing the, the wrestle and the, the yep. tactics and the blockers yeah. of the Penrith Panthers. The sl- like, uh, it, you know, pe- people question it. Is that in the spirit of the game? Well, but was it ever really a genuine concern or was that just the Broncos just feeding it through to um, oh, sure. some of our journo friends to try and, you know, <laughs> rough yeah, feathers? Saying, no? We run agendas in. Oh, there's, there's never agendas in the media. <laughs> So, only, only when Melbourne are playing, eh, Reedy? Oh, please. That you might come up with Are you genuinely either. devastated, Reedy, as a Queenslander? Um, oh, I'm better than I thought I was. Okay. He's flat today. Because yeah. I think yeah. I think there's hope now that they've this is the beginning for them. Yeah. Like, that's you know, what it feels like. It feels like, think, you know, everyone compares it to Penrith four years ago. Yeah. They lost one. Mm. You know, you got to lose one to win one. Yeah. They're up against an amazing team. I mean, obviously, Cleary will be the next year. Crichton's a huge loss for them. Although we massive. said we said kick out and Coruscant were as well, yeah. and they somehow rebounded from that. But Crichton's huge. I mean, Crichton was massive last night. Yeah. You know, if Nathan doesn't win man in the match, probably Crichton or Leota do. He was yeah. that good. Um, so and Brisbane are just just scratching the surface with Brisbane their potential. So I, I'm up. I'm devastated, but not there's not without hope. Em, yeah. there's hope. To, to your question, I think he's actually rattled. Do you, do you want to tell him what happened on the way here today? Oh, oh dear. Well, that was oh, yeah. a disaster. Now, that was a disaster. What happened? Well, I left home, and my wife always says to me, put your shoes on before you leave home. And I never do. I always get in the car and put them on at traffic lights or something. What about your socks? You know, I got to the, no, put them on the car. I got to the first set of lights, realized I had uh, two shoes, obviously. They were different st- different shoes, different style of shoes. Yeah. They were both blue, but one had the Nike green yeah. swoosh, the other one didn't. And they were both right feet. Oh, so I because drive, I was going I to, to say, to if they I were, could you shoes. could have worn odd shoes, yeah. totally fine. Well, I was fine, thinking about that. It was like a fashion statement. That is one of the stupidest things I've ever heard. But they're both right foot. <laughs> who, do, who doesn't put their shoes on before oh, they step outside? Thank you, Jimmy. Like it, well, do you wear socks or not? I just, yeah. He puts it on in so the you car. Got, you, so you got like all bits on your... 
I'm yeah, a little bits of gravel yeah, and like dirt. You pick your socks, pick up stuff, and then... No, give me a shake, Jimmy, before I get in the car. Give me a shake. Why not just put your shoes on? You are it really only up. takes, what, sometimes 30 seconds? I'm, sometimes yeah. I'm in a hurry. Can I be honest? It's a, I was trying to get here it's, early. It's childlike. <laughs> it literally. You sound like my childish. wife. It is childish, <laughs> yeah. Like well, I'm, I'm on Mrs. Reed's side. Uh, well, Did you have a few beverages last night like to drown your sorrows? Yeah, we had a couple. Yeah. 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 A couple of, I had one of the Penrith sheds, actually. With yeah. You. you were yeah. celebrating. I saw you with a glass of champagne. I had a few in the Penrith shed. With Beck Cleary? I love Beck Cleary. What's his daughter's name? Uh, Indy. Indy, Cleary, Indy. Yeah. There's Indy, Jet, Malaya. They was are Jet great. There as well? Yeah, Jet was there. Oh, was Jet the bloke who was there? Yeah. Uh, you should have got. They were all getting too, interviews yeah. with Jet. We yeah. we chatted to him on the field, um, and it was actually cool. He said he, he dreams of one day being able to do it really? with Nathan. Wow. Um, he's only eighteen. Yeah, but he's a good player, right? Yeah. Cleary, yeah. Yeah, they rate him. But good I think family. he he had done a um a paper interview. One of the I don't know who it was with. They said, oh, what do you, where do you think your um, brother rates? And he said, oh, well, Joey didn't win three in a row. And Beck said, you can't say that. Wow. <laughs> so, it's true, but Yeah. 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 Well, it's, it's going to be the question now, isn't it? But I mean, yeah. you know, he's 25 and got 10 years left. I don't, still I don't, plenty. I don't know if 20. you can, you know, there's all people saying he's an immortal. He's going to be an immortal. I, you can't say that now. He's got 10 years to go in his career. He yeah. might never win another comp. He might never dominate origin. He might never dominate test footy. How, how is he an immortal And now? he might. He might. So we don't know. you got to wait until exactly. he retires. Well, he's but, got one of the greatest grand final performances yeah. ever. Yeah. And, and took, took, his te- took his team off the canvas in, in the yeah. it, playing scrum half mm. when all his sidekicks. You're and, declaring and it's come, done and dusted, Jimmy? You think he's done? Well, done he, he's been the, the key playmaker in yeah. a team that's gone three in a row. And they have four grand finals. Yeah. And, he, and Three in a row hasn't been done since the early 80s. And in this era with salary caps. And I think he's the, got the potential to be an immortal, but yeah. you're not going to declare he's it now. On, he's, yeah, he's on, on the, the trajectory. Yeah. He's, oh, yeah. he's, he's beyond the path. Yes. He's, of, I think he's, he's, he's way beyond the path. Yeah. If you look at where Joey was, this part of his career, he's he's miles ahead of Joey. Yeah. No, Joey only won two comps his whole career, but then Joey didn't dominate Origin until he was in his 30s. Yeah. So you, you know what? There's some blokes to go yet. Keep playing named Cam Smith. Smith. Smith's not an immortal yet. Slater. Yeah, no. Billy Slater, JT. There's some blokes got to get in there before him. You've got to say, though, that that is just hands down. And we know it's a team sport, mm. but it has to be one of the greatest performances, individual performances. I know it's only really a 20-minute period, but it doesn't matter. That's all that was needed. Well, as a mum... Had yeah. the best 11 minute period yeah, so in the grand final that, that we've ever seen. Like, li- literally, out. we're talking about in the commentary, it's like, has Ezra Mam just like, put on one of the best ever grand final second halves? And then after he and scored it, and then erased. it was like, well, hang on a minute. Hold the phone. <laughs> we, we, we saw the best ever second half from a playmaker in a grand final, and then it got eclipsed 20, Easily. Minutes, Easily 20 minutes later. Yeah. yeah, it was amazing. I mean, he was. Reasonably quiet for he acknowledged himself for sixty minutes. He was reasonably quiet. Yeah, yeah, missed a couple of tackles. Um, wasn't re- really able to to put his imprint on the game. But the last twenty minutes, he put him on his back, didn't he? Carried uh, him over the line. He just I... kept coming up with big play after big play, and he did it with everything. It was his kicking game. It was his his inte- like he's so intelligent on the football field. You know, he's so smart. He it just sounds like he is the ultimate professional and yep. with his preparation, he didn't even go to the, you know, Dally M's to stay home. He was there at a core stadium during the week at an empty, a core stadium kicking. And he was chatting to us during the week, just about his processes and habits. And I know a lot of athletes are like that, but it just seems like he, it's, the way he's refined it and um, 
how he's evolved and he was talking about the mental he used to it just used to be all about physical reps but yep. now it's about mental rehearsal and breathing and how he's just become his attention to detail yeah. it's just it's, so good um, you know one of my really close mates in Scott Sorensen's over there and I always ask him like what's different about Nathan you know and he just goes mate he's just everything he does like whether it's off the field on the field it's just hundred percent on it, like solely focused. Like he reckons they'll come off the field and the boys will do their ice bath about to get a feed of, you know, have a lunch. So it's probably taken 45 to an hour and he's just walking off the field. Then mm. Nathan, like he goes, there's no surprise to anyone out there, you know, where he is at in his career because the preparation that goes into him, mm. everything outside of, you know, whether it's, you know, getting the body right, the rehab, the prehab, you know, stretching, what do you put in your body? He is absolutely, it's to the T. So he deserves all the success he's getting. And you know what? He cops it. He does, like, doesn't he? It's what, a tall poppy syndrome. It's a tall poppy syndrome in Australia. Who's he cop it from? Yeah. Who's he cop it from? Fans, media. Look, Penrith copped it for a bit. Yeah, he when does. Who's he cop it from the media? He does. Who bags him in the media? No, he does cop it. And fans. It... Who bags him in the media? He's given it to him after Origin. Yeah. Yeah, well, he was poor. That's what I'm saying. He's give it to him. Well, give it to anyone who plays poorly in. It's but then you want to call him an immortal well. in the next sentence. I don't want to call him an immortal. That's what I'm saying. That most of the fans do. I don't think Nathan Cleary gets bagged. I think Nathan Cleary gets praised. The praise for Nathan Cleary far outweighs the criticism. Far outweighs it. I would have thought 95% of commentary about Nathan Cleary talks about how good he is. I agree with you. And you can't yeah. take things on X seriously. Yes. It's a load of bollocks. And really. you can't say that Because it's... any fan could go... I don't think Nathan Cleary is that yeah. good. And then you could yeah. write, come up an article and go, fans make, fans split on Nathan Cleary. Yeah. It's yeah. like, well, why are you taking the opinion of yeah. a, a, arguably yeah. a bot <laughs> and you're putting it into like, yeah. that, that's not... It, yeah. It, it, and the discussion... It, but, but, but you know what? There's a responsibility on the media not to use things from yeah. X into an article to say yeah. there's a debate happening. There's no debate. They're, 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 I don't think mainstream media do that that often, Jimmy. I think a lot of websites do. Yeah, the but same I think clip, there'd be, there'd be yeah. clickbait there. But yeah. just but ignore it, and then we don't talk about it. Don't give yeah. them any. They don't want it. They don't deserve to be heard. That always hammers him after the Origin. Of that always says he can't deliver in big games. Is that me or? No, it's not you. Oh, but okay. there's one that always comes after him. <laughs> but you, but you say you just send there even the, dis, the discuss, discussion about whether he's an immortal or not. Right? That's not a criticism. That's a to say he shouldn't be an immortal yet is not a criticism of him. I mean, that's just a fact. You know, that's an opinion. No, yeah, that's it's fair. Not, and it's not yeah. a negative opinion. I yeah. mean, it's just saying, man, that guy's a great player. He, you know, he's in the discussion discussion that one day he might be an immortal, but he's not there yet. That's yeah. not criticism. I don't think, yeah. for me, that's not no, criticism. No, I don't think that's criticism. You know, the one thing, I think he opened himself up and did that TikTok video. And then a lot of people did hammer him after that. Oh, that was hate. Yeah, he yeah. did. Well, I mean, yeah, but some, but sometimes the criticism is valid and it's That's fair. Saying, yeah. But I don't think it ever criticizes criticizes him for his ability and how good a footballer it is. I think there's legitimate question marks over him in Origin. I don't, I don't think that is unfair criticism because I don't think he has owned Origin. That is, that is a fact. He has not owned Origin, and that's not a criticism of him or his ability to play the game. I mean, I don't think anyone's ever said he's not an extremely good player, a, gr a, a great player. But people have said to be an immortal, to be regarded in uh, or he held in the same esteem as Joey and those guys, you need you need to own Origin. Right, yep. Do you, you, do you agree you have to own Origin yes. to be considered in that? I think you do, what if yeah. he wins, say, four or five premierships in a row, but still doesn't dominate Origin? Well, I think, like what, I think there'll always be. Well, he might still be an immortal, but I think there'll always be a question mark over. Over over that. Mm. So does he have to dominate more than one series to, 
Or was it just one series? And then. Well, how many did Joey dominate? Joey actually didn't dominate that many ori- origin 2005, series. 2005, really? Yeah. Joey didn't dominate that many mm. when you look back on it. There so we go. probably just got to own one. Well, looking forward for the Panthers then. Uh, so Stephen Crichton, you touched on it. He's going. Well, we thought the same thing with Kikau and Coruscant oh. going. And Ivan had even said um, at parts during the year that, yeah, he did question in the beginning whether he would he'd have a bit of self-reflection and think, oh, I don't know, a bit of self-doubt. But they managed to do it again. But with the loss of Crichton and anyone else, who else is Lenny. going? It was funny. I mean, they had a video on their website. They put it up three weeks ago. and they, It was called Hunting History. It was like their motto for the finals. I, I hadn't watched it until two days ago. And they put in their clips of uh, media commentators saying they cannot win it. And I was in there. Did I you can't say remember it? saying it. Did you say it? Yeah. Me, Joey, Paul Gallen. So and we'd all said hold they on, can't hold on, hold on, stop. It. So did they? So you fueled the, webs- the fire. Reed. The club just made this video, <laughs> yeah. or had the players made a video at the start of the season with no, you the, all saying the that? Club, to- the club made this video, but it was about you know you doubt us, you could, and then they cut to these videos. So I mean, I, I'm not going to write them off next year. What did I you say? What did, how, well, how did you put it? I think I just said they can't win it. <laughs> I, I remember. I vividly remember that was the. That was the narrative for the first, and because they had a really slow start did, as yeah. well. Brisbane beat them. Um, they were four from four. Yeah. yeah. And so that first month, and, the, yeah. and I remember going, we had to go to the weekly media um, conferences, and I'm like, oh, this sucks. You're going to have to ask them again. Like, so you know how you've lost a few players. Yeah. Do you think you can yeah. win it? And that that narrative dominated yeah. for yep. maybe I, even I, the I first two months. I didn't think they'd win the comp losing Coruscant. I just thought he was too big of a loss, you know, and I didn't, I probably undervalued what Mitch Kenny brought to that team. And he was absolutely outstanding in that first, mm. in the first opening stages, like defensively, just getting off the line. Um, you know, speaking of players out there, they reckon just his effort areas alone. Mm. And, you know, we've done an interview with Abby Coruscant before. And I said, who's the player that you, you generally most loved playing with at Penrith? He said, Mitch Kenny. Yeah. So he surprised me. So it's, it's a credit to what Ivan's done out there with those sort of players, you know, um, you know, the couple of players they've brought in, Luke Garner, you know, he couldn't yeah. get a start at the Tigers. He comes in, wooden Spooners to Premiers. How's Lindsay, that? Lindsay, uh, Lindsay Smith, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Um, mate, just these players that have filled the void of other players that have left. Sorensen was a benchy, now he's a starting back row. Sorensen go- was going to stop playing footy. <laughs> Wasn't he going to go and get a job on the Wharves? Well, he, he had almost, a job on the Wharves. Yeah. He, he, he was about to start and then Ivan gave him a call and had a meeting with Ivan out west and the rest is history, three well, in a row. They... they they lose Api Corusau, the best dummy half in the competition. Uh, they lose Viliame Kikau, the best back rower in the competition. And two players that um, brought so much to the style that Penrith play. Like, so, so much. The point of attack, Api Corusau's deception, the freedom that they gives Isaiah Yo, Jerome Luai, and then Nathan Cleary. Well, Mitch Kenny's more of a distributor. Yep. So that changes how they play. And then Kikau with his aggression in defence. Um, ramp they the attack through the defense w- with Viliame kick out when they lost those two. I think most people like legitimate. Well, and and it does it adds up. You can see how they they're not going to be as effective as mm. what they were in season twenty twenty two. But they take they took some time to grow into this new version of Penrith, and you know forecasting ahead for next year. You know it's it's again like Br- Brisbane and and Penrith. Are the, the the two front runners, and I think we're ho- hopefully going to witness some, um, you know, a, a period where these two teams come up against one another. There's going to be an intense rivalry there, and it's exciting for the average average fan that the the you know the neutral, 
Um, Souths will improve. There'll be a couple of other teams improve, but th- those two are the front runners. And yeah, wouldn't it be nice to see another final like that again? I'd it's, like to see them go after get after it again. It was funny, Blake's mentioned Mitch, Mitch Cleary. Watch uh, Mitch Kenny. Sorry, watching that game a game again this morning. The last twenty, it's un, only a little thing, right? But that last play when Nathan scored, you watch him at a dummy half. He looks right, and and and. Um, Carrigan and Reese Walsh bite on it, so they start going, mm. and he just goes left to Cleary, and as a yeah. result of that, that hole opened up. Yeah, it's only a little subtle thing, but mm. shows you. I mean, uh, he's improved as a hooker as the years gone on. He's got better with that deception at a dummy half. We should get you on the um touchscreen analyzer. Yeah, you know, bad ready. It was it, it, the other thing was when Cleary scored that uh, set up the try for Leota. Just that that play, how how. Good like it was only it was Leota ran that inside ball right, yep. and Kirk Capewell um, just he he would have moved a meter sideways. But when you watch it from behind, the gap just because of that he moved a meter sideways. That gap just opened, mm. and clear, and obviously Liam is a man bit on uh, Liam Martin, and bang Nathan was through it. it. Was just good watching it. Good to watch it. Will you watch sit, it again? I never sit there and watch footy like that. Mm. You know, you and go. think oh well, hold on, mm. think about what I'm. You know, the actual intricacies of the play. It's not bad. Now you know what you're talking about when you come really, Yeah, no. finally. It's only taken you <laughs> oh, 50 yeah. years. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> no, just kidding. We love you, reading. Oh, Any so. Mad Monday plans, Asavo, or you got 360? We're waiting for Woodsy to take us out for lunch to Mr. Wong. Given I filled in twice, do I get invited? Yeah, she's invited. Wow. It's just when you give me the date, mate. Every time we say something, you go, I've got this on, I've got that on. Well, we've got lunch tomorrow. See? What about when? Did we say Wednesday? Can we do Wednesday? I can't actually do Wednesday. Oh. Well, I'm away for two weeks. Maybe wait till I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What about next week? We'll do it next, yeah, next week. Yeah, next week. I'm oh, Are you around? No, I'm not. But anyway, you do it. I will it. do it when you're back. No, it's not even my show. You guys do it. <laughs> hey, whoever's been part of the show. If you're on it, it's your show, Evan. <laughs> <laughs> it the only, only bloke's going to miss out is Chica. Where's the, oh, Chica's gone away, yeah. hasn't he? <laughs> gone to England. Yeah. Oh, wow. Poor sap. Oh, All right. Yeah. Well, we're going to have um, some celebrations we'll over the next few we'll weeks at some stage. Well, we Woodsy's have... not paying for drinks, apparently. I don't know what's going oh. on there. I've seen the, I've seen the uh, menu of uh, where we're going. It's quite expensive, Rudy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Woodsy shout, and we hope everyone else enjoys their long celebrations on this public holiday Monday. Triple M Footy lives on listener. Thanks to McDonald's and Ream Hot Water.